Hi, I'm Leslie Tompkins, and I'm going to share Daniel 11, 36 to 45 with you today. This section is titled, The King Who Exalts Himself. The king will do as he pleases. He will exalt and magnify himself above every god and will say unheard of things against the god of gods. He will be successful until the time of wrath is completed. For what has been determined must take place. He will show no regard for the gods of his ancestors or for the one desired by women, nor will he regard any god, but he will exalt himself above them all. Instead of them, he will honor a god of fortresses, a god unknown to his ancestors. He will honor with gold and silver, with precious stones and costly gifts. He will attack the mightiest fortresses with the help of a foreign god and will greatly honor those who acknowledge him. He will make them rulers over many people and will distribute the land at a price. At the time of the end, the king of the south will engage him in battle, and the king of the north will storm out against him with chariots and cavalry and a great fleet of ships. He will invade many countries and sweep through them like a flood. He will also invade the beautiful land. Many countries will fall, but Edom, Moab, and the leaders of Ammon will be delivered from his hand. He will extend his power over many countries. Egypt will not escape. He will gain control of the treasures of gold and silver and all the riches of Egypt, with the Libyans and the Cushites in submission. But reports from the east and the north will alarm him, and he will set out in a great rage to destroy and annihilate many. He will pitch his royal tents between the seas at the beautiful holy mountain. Yet he will come to his end, and no one will help him. So, I was left stumped by this passage, and needed to do some further digging. In the digging, I found several things. One explained that this section is a prediction about the Antichrist during the period of tribulation or end times. The king is the Antichrist, and his successes are the time of tribulation for God's people. So I thought to myself, First, as a person who likes to avoid the negative, ugh, why did I choose these verses? But actually, it was good. Reflecting on these verses forced me to say, okay, God, what do you want to show me in this? The first thing I noticed was the king's behavior. He seems to just keep succeeding by evil and godless means. It looks all along as if he won't get what we think he deserves for the selfish behavior described in these verses. Where is the point or the lesson hidden in that, I thought. Then I realized that's how life can feel sometimes as you're going through it. Like things are just getting worse and worse and no justice. The evil around us is winning. So where do we go from there? Where is the hope that we are told is there? So I kept reading, hoping something else would jump out at me. And finally, I became aware of that last sentence. It's small. It's short. It's not even its own verse. I didn't even notice it the first couple times I read this section. But it's so important. It says, yet he will come to an end. No one will help him. Wait, what? The tribulation in the section that just keeps growing and growing? Until it doesn't. Because in the end, it will come to an end. And that's that. There it was, the hope, hiding in the last several words. He didn't succeed after all. So what does that mean for me or for us? 
Well, next time I notice myself getting lost in the negative or the tribulation, I'm going to challenge myself to do what I had to do with this passage. I'm going to really look for, really search, expecting that final sentence, however small, and remember that there is hope in the end. So I challenge you to see this section as a reminder of that bigger picture. Sometimes the painful part of your story can seem so much bigger than the hope. It's easy to get lost in the details of the tribulation. But don't forget to search, or in a lot of cases, it's wait for that final sentence. Because even if it's small, even if it's hiding, that final sentence is a game changer. I want to pray before ending today. Lord, thank you for your word, how it moves and speaks. Thank you for the hope you give us. Help us to see it. Help us to find it and help us to be patient when it isn't there right away. And thank you that your word and your love is the final sentence. Amen.